What are the top career trends for information security professionals in 2010? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today talking about the results of the new Information Security Today Careers Trends Survey. And I'm talking with our sponsor of that survey, Barbara Massa, Vice President of Global Talent Acquisition with McAfee. Barbara, it's a pleasure to talk to you again. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. So I've got to ask you, what's your initial reaction to the survey results that have come in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, we were really, really pleased to get an opportunity to participate in this survey. I think it, it behooves us in, in our security quest as a whole and, and certainly in, you know, getting better trending information on what's going out there across the information security landscape. So I think first and, and foremost, I was really encouraged by the professional development aspect of the results. Um, you know, I, I think the fact that people recognize the importance of developing skills for these new disciplines and that companies are willing to provide the funding to do so was a really big step in the right direction. I think that was a big takeaway um, and reaction that I had. And I think then secondly, um, one of the other aspects was the balancing of the risk management and the fraud and forensics aspect, kind of, you know, that question that was around the greatest need for future information security professionals. That was a really interesting area um, as I read through this. And, and the fact that those two areas are almost equalizing with one another I thought was very interesting. So at a high level, those were, were, were my, my two big reactions and takeaways. Barbara, one thing that struck me is that the information security profession really isn't all that old. And yet, as we looked at the results here, you could almost see the evolution or growth of the profession, which makes me ask you, how do you see these results speaking to what we might call the maturity of the information security profession. Yeah, that's a great one, and one certainly I and, and our global recruiting and talent acquisition organization talk about often. Um, you know, the, the notion of this skill and career discipline area, just as you said, I mean, a, a few short years ago, information security, even as a definition, really held a different connotation. Um, immature profession, and I think it it led to more of the notion of compliance and making sure that, you know, you are bringing your company into, you know, risk management and, and compliance and audit aspects. Um, and the fact that now, from a career perspective, there's so much more to an information security professional. You've got fraud and, and forensics. You've got still the risk management piece of this, but you've got application security. I mean, there's so many other pieces that now go into this really broad definition of information security. Security. And I, I think when you even look at the role of the CISO itself, the you know, Chief Information Security Officer, I mean, let's face it, that role in and of itself truly didn't exist as an executive leadership position, even as a short time as, you know, two to four years ago. So the fact that you've now got, you know, an executive with a firm seat at the table you know, and now you've got this really um, much more heavily segmented information security uh, career discipline as a whole. Um, that really spoke to it. And you just look at the number of categories of how we define information security, and that shows you the progression of, of sort of where we started and, and where we are now. So really, really interesting stuff. I'm glad you mentioned the CISO because leadership was a significant part of this survey, and I thought it was interesting to see what the respondents said about leadership. So 
from your perspective, what's the message for CISOs or for those who aspire to be CISOs sometime soon? Absolutely. So I think, you know, that first and foremost, I, you know, I, I'm certainly not qualified to speak to how they evaluate their threat landscapes for their respective businesses, et cetera. But in terms of human capital and, and making sure that they're getting the best and brightest talent to help them meet their ever-growing security issues, I really felt like it was pretty simple. Um, and at the end of the day, it's keep them learning. You know, hire people with a passion for ongoing development and learning, creative problem-solving abilities, and make sure you arm them with the tools, the training, and the development required to keep pace in this industry. You know, again, drawing that parallel back to the evolution, I mean, look at the pace with which this career discipline moves, you know, from a couple of areas of expertise to now probably 8 to 10, even 15 areas of expertise just within the category of information security. So the fact that CISOs recognized the importance of the ongoing development. And oh, guess what? You know, the people that are in these professional disciplines also recognize that in order to keep pace, I have got to stay ahead of the curve with my development and learning activities. I think that's the big takeaway for, for the people that sit in these CISO chairs. Um, you know, I, I kind of put it simply, right? You don't want a shop of mechanics who only know how to fix cars made 10 years ago. You, know, you want people who understand current cars on the road, complexities of new technologies, have an eye on new trends, electric vehicles, alternative power mechanisms. You know, it certainly can't be everyone, but those are the types of people they're going to need to run their organizations effectively and usher in kind of the new eras to come. Oh, you make a great point there. That's an excellent analogy. Now, one of the things that, that I have fun with with a survey like this is just seeing the patterns that emerge. And it struck me that no matter what you asked about, whether it was academics or certifications or priorities in businesses, that there were three topics that kept coming up from the information security professionals. They talked about risk management, fraud and forensics, and application security. It struck me that the topics really weren't surprising, but what do you think about the point that the professionals themselves kept recognizing these priorities over and over? Absolutely. It's a great point. And I think that it really underscored simply the importance of those priorities, right? I mean, you always look at when leaders and executives highlight and outline priorities, but if there is a disconnect and the professionals that are in those disciplines don't align or don't see or don't agree um, or, or just simply aren't on the same page with those same sets of priorities, you know, you're not going to move in a positive direction forward, right? So I think my just very simple takeaway was that it clearly underscored the importance of those three main areas. And, you know, when you're in this industry, you can get lost in the amount of information and trending data that comes at you daily, right? Our email boxes fill up. We've all got RSS feeds, you know, throwing stuff at us by the minute. And so the fact that those priority areas were identified by CISOs and, you know, the information security leaders, you know, the, it's just confirmation that, you know, the people that are in these jobs, um, you know, have a good alignment with the priorities. And I think that, you know, drawing back to sort of what we talked at the outset of the conversation, the fact that now, 
the notion of risk management, kind of more of that audit and compliance, I think that came in at about you know 60 per, or was that that was about 70 percent. But what I would term as the more proactive measures, right, fraud, forensics, and and that sort of work, you know, that's almost now equalized. So you know, the whole notion of being very proactive against the threat landscape versus the reactive, um, you know, measures that that was a, a real standout to me there. That now we're looking at at almost an equal priority level, which was a very good sign. In a survey like this, I always look for the items that surprise me. And I guess at the outset, I had always listened to people that said in tough economic times, the first thing that gets cut is a training budget. And yet what we found in the surveys, even in the toughest times that many of us have seen in many years, organizations are still paying for professional development. What does this say to you in terms of recruitment and retention at these organizations? Right, right. Really, really positive indicator. Um, I think we'd all agree that globally we're certainly in the most challenging economic time frame we've ever faced, right, and certainly in our own career landscape. And, you know, with budgets getting tighter and tighter and tighter and security being, you know, more and more and more important, it was encouraging that the recognition by the leaders of these organizations and institutions recognized that, we've got to make sure that we do the absolute most with the people that we've got, right? And this is such an important discipline and, you know, important issue for the organization or institution, keeping, you know, our information secure, our organization secure, our customers secure, et cetera, that the people who hold the keys to your success, you know, our success, your company's success, ultimately your customer's success, excuse me, feel supported in their endeavor for learning. And so it was a good, um, I guess, confirmation that organizations have, in fact, recognized the importance of that because at the end of the day, you have a much, much higher retention rate, and it's no secret that a highly engaged workforce is the most productive and highly retained workforce you can get. In order to get highly engaged employees, you got to feel valued and supported, recognized, and ultimately see a path for ongoing professional development. It's really easy to say but it's complex to ensure you pull it off right. And when companies do pull it off right, you got a highly engaged employee, those are the people that are going to stay with you much longer. And having companies ensure that funding for those learning and professional development initiatives was a really positive indicator. And I think they'll certainly, you know, bear the results of that good fortune as we kind of come out of this economic downturn when more and more opportunities are out there and available. Um, companies that have taken the time to invest in their employee population and given them those good learning and growth opportunities, those people are not going to be as inclined to go look for that next best thing. If they've got it right there within their own walls um, and they feel valued and are highly engaged, they're not going to think about going anywhere else. Well, that's an excellent point, and I hope that's one of the, the points that we uncover in next year's survey. I hope so, too. That would be excellent. <laughs> Barbara, i got one last question for you, and it turns out, ironically, it's the last question that we asked of the respondents in the survey, and that is, mm -hmm. what do you see as the biggest information security career challenges in the year ahead, 2010? 
great question. And this is actually one that, you know, in my role here at McAfee, I mean, certainly I have an opportunity to talk to, you know, many, many, many new people coming into the organization, um, lots of folks across our customer and partner landscape, and certainly our own employee population. And, you know, first and foremost, it is simply keeping pace. Um, you know, the fact that resources have been more constrained across the board, more is on everyone's individual plate. We've clearly seen as a result of these survey, you know, um, uh, survey results that, you know, keeping their educational and professional development is critical to their um, continuing on in this career to put discipline and, and, and staying marketable and in demand and ensuring they're meeting, you know, their employer's needs, et cetera. And, you know, really the biggest career challenge is, is managing it all. You know, finding enough time in your day and in your week to prioritize learning activities and development activities, balancing that with your day-to-day -day deliverables and initiatives. Um, again, it's one of those things that on paper is easy to say, but we all know how busy we get in a day. So um, that's really what, as I talk to people in, in my role, um, they certainly echo as their biggest challenge ahead is, is just keeping pace and, and keeping that development moving as fast as you know the threat landscape does. Barbara, great insight. I appreciate your time and your analysis, uh, analysis of this today. I know there's a lot to talk about here, but I think we, we've captured some, some key points. Great. Well, it's been our pleasure to participate and uh, look forward to ongoing discussions. We've been talking about the Information Security Today Career Trends Survey. We've been talking with the sponsor of the survey, Barbara Massa with McAfee. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.